but I've never felt this way for no one. Hey guys, guys, that song is becoming extremely triggering for me, not only because I do like fantasize in my head, basically heartache, and then I hurt my own feelings while romanticizing heartbreak, even though I'm not in a relationship, but also the fact it's called driver's license and I've been trying to get through to the driving center, the RSA, aka Satan's spawn for, I woke up at 5am this morning because I was like, I need to get on this website when like you'd swear people were honestly buying tickets to Whitney Houston. Like if she'd come back from the dead and there was a one concert. I'm done. The backlog that I understand the backlog of COVID is tough times, but sweet Jesus, mother divine. I can't even get on a waiting list. So like, I love that song because it really brings out the emotional side in me. But it's just triggering now because she's gotten her driver's license and I can't even get on a waiting list. Like, holy shit, I would take a driving test in the Sudan at this point. But anyway, moving on to more positive notes this week. How are we doing? guys how is lockdown going whatever how's the pandemic going to be honest wherever the hell you are this week started back in college like i'm not gonna lie to you i'm kind of loving the zoom vibes um not necessarily zoom but just online college i shit you not today during one of my classes i was in the bath i physically was in the bath and then suddenly there was never usually breakout rooms in this lecture well in the other one lecture of it i had that week and then suddenly he's like breakout room i'm like i don't think this is the time or place because i currently have very minimal bubbles in this bath so I think it would be inappropriate for me to turn on my camera at this time I don't think it's that kind of breakout room you know look um it is what it is and I'm just making the most of it and some days I feel like I deserve to have my lectures in a bath and that's just the way the cookie crumbles so romanticize everything guys you know live your best lives moving on yeah however your week was guys sending you love good vibes and better times ahead god knows when it will be but I mean just try and enjoy the life now as much as we possibly can and let's get the vaccine rolling shall we anyway guys so call it a lack of creativity this week uh scraping the barrel say what you will we're doing a QA this week guys uh, i asked you guys on the insta get involved podcast follow it i don't see why you wouldn't and yeah i got you guys to ask me some questions and honestly the support has been tear jerking oh my god that's such a scary word why did i just say that it's been emotional like the support is so much like i got so many questions thank you guys for getting involved and you obviously you know want some answers from me and I am more than happy to oblige to this demand so we'll get down to it so a lot of people asked quite the similar questions and then some were a bit out there and random but let's go for it guys let's go through it so first question biggest pet peeve genuine just kind of sat there I was like what comes to my mind first off I can't deal when people leave the labels the sticky labels on their water bottles I feel like guys do it a lot I feel like when you know someone has like your reusable bottle and you leave the sticker on it and then the bottle obviously gets wet and it like seeps into the sticker and then they try to like take it off but it like half comes off and it's like half ripped I'm like why would you half pull off a sticker like are you going to half get involved in our whirlwind romance like that's not going to work for me that's a red flag so yeah when people don't take the sticky sticker off their water bottles or just anything I'm like why would you want that to be there I don't want to make assumptions but you don't have your life together that is genuinely one of the things that came to my mind and I didn't realize how much disgust it causes me but now I know also big pet peeve of mine this would be now that I've noticed now that I'm back in the online dating world I'm killing it by the way thank you for asking when people on like hinge 
and stuff you basically can do like question prompts where you like answer things like in your bio and stuff guys that mention pineapple on a pizza being like i like pineapple on the pizza like text to debate me why are we still talking about pineapple on a pizza is that not so boring and basic with a capital b like i don't understand i think at this point like we've got so much creativity in the world and you're still thinking that debating pineapple on a pizza is interesting i'm just personally confused and it bores me even speaking about it now so i'm gonna move on also hate in dating profiles what is up with guys putting children with them i'm like i'm no this isn't your child so how does your sister having a child and you getting in a photo with your niece speak anything of your character how does the fact that your sister got her bit and got pregnant have anything to do with you being like paternal i'm confused and i'm also quite confused as why it's still a thing that it's like okay i understand some babies are cute totally cool but it's like oh yeah I just take care of my sister's daughter sometimes yeah I just love my niece I'm like well I would hope you would enjoy your niece she's your blood and family it is not a medal of honor I don't think you should dislike any children I think that would be quite a weird thing to do so I don't understand why you're boasting about the fact that the child tolerates you enough to get into a photo personally it speaks nothing of your character so just a general service announcement guys you putting up a photo of you with a child I hope it is your family and blood relation otherwise that's a whole other issue putting up a photo of you brushing your teeth would probably have the same level of kudos in my opinion also major pet peeve is when people like in a romantic setting like if a guy just told a joke that just isn't funny um and i'm not talking about you know a guy that prides himself in his dad jokes and they're just not it for me i'm more just talking about just vile jokes you're like i do not find that in any way humorous i think it's really important not to laugh at jokes that aren't funny because otherwise we're feeding a vicious cycle that i don't think society needs there's enough shit circulating in the world so if someone's just joke isn't funny or even to the point of rude do not laugh um do not waste your precious energy on that but yeah they would be my pet peeves debating pineapples on a pizza actually bored thinking about it guys who want a medal of honor for being near a child and just jokes that are just plain not funny yeah that would be it for me so next question which a lot of you guys asked and i really appreciate your interest in my life and was my current love life i am on the apps currently guys so clearly i'm single i am killing on the apps i'm not gonna lie to you um i think i might set up an internet class or like those online courses what's that one that always pops up with all the celebrities masterclass like you could learn how to do a sublime carbonara from gordon ramsay and then be taught how to successfully speak to 15 different guys on three different apps you know it's just something that i'm good at and i cannot help it i feel like if anyone's listening to this that is one of those males perhaps we are going to start they're going to start dropping off like that i'll take the bullet i'm just trying to be honest with you guys here about my current love life but like i'm genuinely at this point i am also houdini i have a magical ability to make guys disappear and the secret to my trick is I just talk about them like I was speaking to a few males and like was really enjoying the chats like great vibes and then I was like oh I'll tell my sister about them or tell one of my friends about them just being like mm, like like this guy like going great and then poof it's like once I muttered their name out loud it's like saying bloody mary in the mirror six times or what's that thing to summon the devil they just poof and they disappear like it's not necessarily an unmatched situation but it's just like they just don't reply I'm gonna 
going to be honest with you. So my current love life is, I am getting attention and the attention I deserve, of course. But at the same time, I've had some situations where as soon as I speak about the certain male, they just disappear. That's something I can control. But honestly, guys, whatever about talking to guys online and just like during lockdown, like that's fine. But I just miss men. I do. I really do. I just miss flirting in person. I miss abusing the guy I fancy to the point that he probably won't speak to me again in my attempt to flirt. I do. I miss men, guys. I am a born again virgin at this point, which I'm sure a lot of us are. Like the lack of action in 2020 is comical Um, and 2021's not looking much better. But anyway, but yeah, my current love life is would j'adore a significant other. Like I love to love. Call me crazy. Um, I am an affectionate soul deep down, but the options just aren't there and I'm kind of sick of having like 10 different pen pals on these apps I'm not gonna lie to you but yeah that's my current love life guys kind of sad but you really can't have it all in a pandemic so a few of you guys asked also about my first kiss this is a personal favorite of mine because I don't know any teenager in Ireland that's had a romantic first kiss honestly it's hilarious what we considered romance I don't know what age I was probably 11 when I had my first kiss yeah 11 like this is like proper first kiss I remember it well beforehand me and the girls went to pennies before or Primark for people that don't live in Ireland and we bought some breath spray and you can get it like at the counter at the front you used to be able to now they just sell you like hand sanitizer but back in the good old days when it was breath spray we each got one of them then we went to one of the girls estates this was obviously after school and guys in our class so we were in sixth class last year of primary school we were like yeah let's meet in this estate already red flags but it was so normal back then kind of terrifying and we were like yeah we'll go get the breath spray we'll get public transport back to the estate it was one of the girls estates where some of the guys lived as well and we'll all just meet in a forest and like a bushed area in the middle of the estate perfect light the candles sprinkle the rose petals because romance is pending anyway so we get there it was kind of and like look guys as i said before grow up I was always the most violent looking out of all my friends and it made me the woman I am today absolutely no regrets but I was tragic looking and I know that I was the one female there that perhaps the males there from my class was like if I had a choice I wouldn't but everyone that was there that day was getting kissed it was a guarantee it was like those sports days you know back in primary school where everyone gets a participation award do you know like if you show up you're gonna get something so I saw that as my chance to you know get my first kissing anyway first of all I was already disappointed when I arrived because my school crush that I just had such a deep love for for so long he didn't show up so I was like okay worst episode of take me out ever like he's not even an option so anyway that was a bit annoying but I was like it's fine we'll just get the job done so I'm not joking you like this breath spray was finished within 45 seconds I ingested the whole thing and then I like sprayed some on my lips as well I'm just like that's terrifying but I mean the devil works hard but Lily works harder you know it was actually Actually, when you think about it, it's hilarious and comical, but I think that is growing up. So one of the guys went into the bush, kind of like a forest area thing, trying to make it sound classier. It was just a bush. He goes in and then everyone's like, who wants to go first? And I was like, well, to be honest with you, I would rather go first because literally like straight after me, like another one of the girls would go in and kiss him after. So went in and just pecked him. No tongue at that point. But that was my first kiss, technically. 
the tongue came later years down the line I'm not gonna lie to you um, Lily was a slow bloomer but you know we that was my first kiss I would definitely consider that my first kiss and we just pecked and he was like oh you tasted minty I was like well even though I have downed this entire, entire bottle of breath spray at least it worked you know and then literally like I just left and then you know my one of my friends would come, come in next one of the girls and you know we'd all get our first kiss done and dusted there was like five girls and like two guys so I was like this ratio is already just not working out in our favor but how and ever yeah and like it was, I was just so evidently shall we say the plan D of all of us do you know what I mean um, sorry no E that would be the fifth yes plan E <laughs> let's go even one lower um, for both of them it was just so evident like the eyes would glow up when like a certain one of the gals would be going in and then for me it would kind of be like okay like this is paperwork I just have to get through you know it was kind of like the most tragic kissing booth ever where I felt like I was the charity that we were fundraising for yeah but honestly no regrets guys it was great we got it done but that was my first kiss call it romance Else. Call it a waste of a bottle of breath spray, but that was it. I'm screaming at the amount of people that um, asked my opinions on Holy Child Clowning, which was my secondary school that I went to. Like screaming, like I love the energy, guys. I feel like this is like the Wendy Williams show, exposing all. So if you guys didn't know, uh, the secondary school I went to was Holy Child Clowning. I don't know why, but my South Dublin accent becomes more intense whenever I say Holy Child Clowning, and I actually can't help it. I can't turn it off. Holy Child Clowning, Clowning. I can't help it guys I don't make up the rules but yeah so that was the school I went to and I'm loving that everyone wants me to spill the motherfucking tea it's iconic I love the energy we all love a bit of you know expose on a Sunday but honestly I loved school I adored school I had so much fun I don't think there was ever a day where I just didn't actually piss myself me and the students we had a great time me and the teachers however at times we did not see eye to eye I will say that I could I said at the time perhaps I was too much energy for them but also I'd say they were like I just want to get paid here and you are causing me unnecessary stress today so at times I get it I get why we didn't see eye to eyes other times I'm like I was happy to leave you know Um, but I feel like that's a good place to be in you know once you finish secondary school you you gotta let your freak fly definitely learned a lot from school so I would hope I learned a lot the amount of money that was paid for the fees we would hope and pray that we learned something for sure but on a soulful level the things I learned was definitely just don't be a people pleaser because you can do it all your life if you want but that doesn't mean that's going to get you anywhere do you know what I mean I think for a time in school I was like very involved loved like you would see me on the stage at any point possible any point I remember one year when we were like the f- in our final year in school the first years do this catwalk thing for Easter so they basically make like Easter hats out of recycled things Sustainable Queen Greta, Greta Thunberg sponsor us but they'd make these bonnets and they do like this catwalk and obviously you're in first year you're so awkward blah blah blah. like that was my jam like get me on the stage spotlight on me I will take it away I will improv until the school day is done but when you're in final year you help the first years organize this catwalk and they were all like walking and doing their thing like the first years and I just remember I what song came on there was some Beyonce song that came on crazy in love and I just grabbed this bonnet off the first year's head and went out onto the catwalk she was traumatized like it wasn't like she was like oh yeah here you go like I was like I see nothing but the lights and the catwalk I do not have time to think I need your bonnet she was traumatized
Christ. Like, I think it was all made out of newspaper or something. And by the end of it, like, it might as well have been put in the shredder. Like, it was all over the place by the time I was finished because I was just killing it on the catwalk. I cannot help these things. But yeah, that was me in school. Like, I was obviously living my best life. I think everyone has had the phase in school when, like, you're just a bit of a lick arse and, like, a bit of a people pleaser. And I think one thing I learned from school was just don't do that. Unless that's what you want to do. If that's really what you want to do, you do you. But most of the time, you're probably taking a lot of energy from yourself to be, like, pleasing to others. And it's just like, just do your fucking thing. But obviously, it was formative years, you know? We're all teens in secondary school. But definitely learn from skills. Be kind, but don't be a people pleaser. But yeah, I loved skill. I had so much fun. I legitimately pissed myself three times, I'd say, throughout school because I was laughing so much. So it was great times, you know? Moving on. I also got a question about my celebrity crush. It's actually crazy when I think about it because obviously, as you guys know, I had an obscene obsession with Justin Bieber and One Direction growing up. And of course, they were the only men in my life for a while, as if I have a male in my life now. Moving on. But now, honestly, if I could be with one person, it would be Lewis Capaldi. The reason that I've evolved from Harry Styles to Lewis Capaldi, obviously they look very different. Okay, let's call a spade a spade. But how me and Lewis Capaldi would work would just be so much better than Harry Styles. Obviously, we'd be gassed together. We would take over the world, ultimately, with his talent in the music industry and me just being a naturally born entertainer. But also, I'm happy to be a full-time trophy wife. And I will network for him. Look, guys, I just, I see it working. I think it makes a lot of sense. So if anyone knows Lewis Capaldi, I doubt anyone listening to this does. No offense. But in a crazy world, if anyone has any links there, please let me know. So next question have you ever missed or nearly missed a flight? This is quite a recent story. So this is back now when COVID had basically just hit and everyone thought it was a flu, even though I know it's flu symptoms, but everyone thought it was a flu that was going to go away in two weeks. So I was in Spain last year on Erasmus, as I've mentioned many times before, and will mention again many times. I, that weekend that COVID basically hit the world, I was going to London with my sister and our best friend, Rebecca. And we go there every year and it's unreal. We have quite literally the best time of our lives. I will need to do an episode on London because the stories should be written in the book of Kells. Anyway, so we had our annual trip that weekend, blessed with the absolute best. COVID had hit literally the day before, like it had hit like Europe, basically. So at the time, it kind of just started infiltrating Europe and we were like, should we go? Blah, blah, blah. And we were like, okay, like let's do it. We were like, surely this will not last. Lol, literally a year later and we're still in it. But anyway, so we went to London. Then when we were in London, we were in London for a day or two and everything was just getting worse you know in March when everything just every day was doomsday and it just started getting worse and worse we had a Lewis uh, following on from this question perfect follow on we had the Lewis Capaldi concert on Saturday we arrived on Thursday the concert was on Saturday we didn't go because we got so paranoid because at that time it was pretty scary like so that's actually something I cannot discuss because the fact that I was not able to go and see Lewis Capaldi like I know COVID has hit everyone very hard but that is something that I find difficult to voice how upset I am about that anyway moving on so we're in London I was supposed to fly back to Spain on the Monday and everything was just shutting down like borders were like are you open are you closed it's like where's your opening hours like everything was very confusing so I was like will I go from London back to Spain at this point Spain was a hot shit show with regards to COVID but I was like I at this point like surely this won't last that long I'm gonna go back then when it ends like I can still finish my Erasmus and like be loving my life on the beach anyway obviously plans worked out differently but they still worked out well I made the right decision in the end but so I was like no I won't go back 
back to Dublin, back home. I'll go back to Spain because all my shit was there anyway. And I was like, and then I'll figure it out from there. But I was like, I need to get an earlier flight because borders are closing. So basically this London trip was cut short. Devastating news all around. But I was like, right, I need to get a flight in on Sunday. So on Saturday, we got absolutely so drunk, all three of us. We did leave the home and... But we were like, we're just not going to go to the concert. We'll be try being more low-key. We ended up not being low-key at all once we got drunk. So it was just, it was a hot mess. But we'll get into that another time. Anyway, so I had the flight on Sunday. And I was like, okay, I need to get on this flight. And I need to get home. We get back from the night out. Rosie went home earlier. Because she started getting really power about COVID. Which was so fair. But me and Rebecca were on a different level at this point. And you have to understand, at this point, there was no restrictions. No one knew what they were doing. So me and Rebecca stayed out violently late. Got so hammered. We go back to the apartment. And... I was like right I'm going to set an alarm my flight was at 9am I was like I've booked the taxi like I'm setting an alarm for 7 I'll get up no worries thank god I set an alarm I set an alarm basically an hour before I needed to set an alarm like I set it really really early and I think like you know when you're in your drunk state and you're like this makes sense and I just did that anyway my alarm starts going off I don't like I'm a heavy sleeper but like I wake up to alarms I slept through this alarm for an hour my sister I woke up my sister who was in a room down the hall and she came in I am genuinely like passed out I'd fallen asleep like sitting on the ledge of a couch plugging my phone into a charger I just like literally fallen asleep on the ledge and she was like Lily wake up your flight I've never felt this rush of anxiety in my life nothing will ever compare to it and I was like <gasps> the flight so I was like Christ on a bike so like I've never moved so quickly in my life like I wouldn't even want to know what my heart rate was at that point on my Fitbit and I was like I need to get out of here like Rosie's like putting everything in bags for me and I'm just like I'm heading out the door and then on the way out the door I trip over over something and fall and just chaos and I was like what did I trip over and there's a male pair of shoes and I realized a male came back with us as well last night um because Rebecca got her bit at this point I know this was very this you can't do this now but at the time you know COVID wasn't very real and he was also a doctor so fair enough and I'm like oh my god and Rosie's like whose shoes are they I'm like I don't have time to explain I have to catch flies not feelings Rebecca will explain it to you but there is a male in the apartment and I went into the elevator and I looked deep into my soul in the mirror in that elevator and I was like, I don't know whether I'm still too hammered or just nauseous from the vigorous movement that I had to do all around that apartment and the fall. But I was like, I've never felt this unwell in my life. Anyway, in the taxi on the way to the airport, I made the flight, thank God. But it was a close call. Like, you know, in the movies when they're literally running up to the gate and they're like, Lily, you're here. Like that genuinely happened to me. And I was like, I can't deal. And at this point, the airport was in disarray because they didn't know what was going on with COVID. But like Christ, like, and when I arrived, there was like three airhouses desks that were like all together and they all looked up and they were like Lily and I was like bitch thank you for waiting like let's get back to Spain then I ended up being stuck in my apartment for 59 days of lockdown but that's besides the point at least I got back there but yeah I really did almost miss that flight and Rebecca's mail that she got with tripped me up on the way out like he could have been the reason that I missed that flight but we persevered but I have to say now a flight with a mask on when you're already anxious because you're like what the hell is COVID in this world and me being as hungover as I was not a great combo but you can't win them all one question that a lot of people asked which I think it really did bring me a lot of joy was I'll say the exact question so it doesn't sound like I'm literally hyping myself up even though I love to do that where do you get your confidence from I want it so the thing that I base my confidence on and it's just a part of me now and it's just literally who I am is 
embarrassment and rejection and failing things and making mistakes and doing cringe things that literally make you want to crawl up into a ball and cry like that's a given in life like that shit's gonna happen like you can't control like I could literally experience the most embarrassing thing of my life tomorrow for whatever reason and I can't control that like there's so many things going on in the world that you can't help like how it's gonna feel when like that feeling hits you and I just remember from growing up like just naturally growing up like you're always insecure at times and all that stuff there's just that feeling that you get when you're like knocked down by something like whether it's and like I'm talking over the span of your whole life like whether it's friendships romantic relationships like going for something a goal you were trying to get to some like I don't know the next like venture you want to go to like whatever you're doing in work or whatever like this literally branches to every part of life that when I would fail as everyone does you just get this like your stomach just like drops or when you're like embarrassed or you get rejected and there's just like that sting in that initial moment where you're like oh my god I'm never doing anything like that again this feeling is so awful and I just made a decision a long time ago that I can't even if I stopped doing what I was failed at or like or like I never put myself out there again in that way because I was like embarrassed or rejected like the feelings that you get you can't control that you can't control if someone's going to be an asshole to you or you can't control if you're not going to get something even if you work for it like that's a part of life that like stinging feeling that you feel that's unavoidable I cannot control that because regardless I'm going to be putting myself out there and doing these things and I can't guarantee you can work hard 100% but you cannot guarantee how it's going to make you feel at the end or whether you're going to get where you wanted to go in that particular thing or in that particular relationship or whatever but the one thing I can control is how I react to things I can only control how I feel about the situation rejection and embarrassment and everything is just a part of life and if, if even if I receive like some negative comment or something about this podcast tomorrow yes it doesn't feel nice yes it kind of stings and it's kind of like okay would obviously rather not have had that in my life but I can't control if someone's going to send that message like I can't control if that's someone's opinion of me and it's not about that you're not going to feel that feeling because that's so human it's about how quickly you get over it and how much time and space you give it in your mind I think every time that something happens to me that I kind of cringe a bit I'm like okay that doesn't feel good like I just accept it and I process it and I don't like shove it away and the more I've done that over my life I know that if I fail at something or I'm embarrassed by something that that feeling of like shame that I have isn't going to last long because I'm just going to process it I'm going to get over it like negative shit's going to happen but it's just how you react to it and I know that whenever something shit happens to me I know at the end of the day the only thing that's constant in every situation is me and how I feel about myself and I think the idea in my head knowing that shit's going to happen rejection's going to happen failure's going to happen and that it's not this finished like piece like it's just an outcome that like takes the power away from it for me because it's like it's so small it's like if one one rejection is going to be such a big deal for you if you let that be the reason that you stop doing what you want to do I felt a lot of embarrassment and like cringe times 100% but like I'm so glad that like each time I kept going back because it makes each embarrassing thing or failure or whatever just not a big deal it's like why wouldn't I go for it like what's the point of sitting there and staring at the wall like just go do it you're better to go do it fail whatever who cares it's an outcome you move on and I think as well with my confidence a big thing is that I'm aware I'm 22 years old like I haven't even out of college or whatever but it's like you're only supposed to know what 
you know about the world, what you know right now. Like you're the only person that's constant in your life. You're the only person that matters. And any time that I see myself comparing myself to someone else, and whether that is on a scale of looks or achievements or whatever, like that is something that I just cut off. And I just am like that. Like comparison is literally the thief of joy. I'm not in competition with anyone except myself. I don't compare myself to anyone else because I'm not like anyone and no one's like me. I just know nothing good can come of comparing yourself to someone and it's just such a waste of time. And I'm not saying this being high and mighty as like this is the, always the way I've lived my life. Like I say these things because I have been in a position where I didn't live my life like this and I genuinely was like this is a waste of time not thinking these things about myself. It's a waste of my time not being absolutely in love with myself like I just think I'm unreal there's loads of things I can't do there's loads of mistakes I make there's loads of embarrassing things I do and things I failed at but there's just nothing wrong with that like there's really not the only thing that matters is that I am fully aware and believe that I am shit hot and I am unreal because that's the only constant in any situation of whatever you're going into I think that whoever's listening to this if there's times where you just get like just knocked back and you just feel shit and you feel like your whole entity is like you getting knocked back from the situation that happened like it's so important to separate yourself from that and be like I'm obviously going to keep going doesn't mean it's not going to sting when shit happens and you get embarrassed or you fail at things but the more you just keep going the more those things are so small and you process them quicker and you get over it quicker and you just keep going because that's what life is and I think once I accepted that like all of the things that make you feel a bit shit are a guarantee in life unfortunately like that's what you're going to come across I'm only 22 so I know I've got a lot of rejection like still to come and a lot of those situations but I'm not scared of that like that shit's going to happen but I'm always going to have me like my constant of just loving myself and just lol I know I'm going on about this a lot but it is really something I do believe in I think it's a waste of your time if you don't genuinely believe that you're unreal basically but yeah that is my confidence summed up I absolutely love myself and I don't care if people look at that being like oh my god like you're so obsessed with yourself it's like I know I am like I am my own biggest fan and that's always going to be the way it is and I absolutely live my best life knowing that so shit happens rejection hurts embarrassment is awkward and cringe sometimes you fail but it's just an outcome you're still you you're still shit hot inside and out all of that shit is part of life and that loving yourself is a big part of your life that needs to be part of your life it just takes the power away from the stupid things every day is a school day and you got you might as well go in there being confident as fuck because what's the point in not a lot of people ask about that confidence side of things and then as well a lot of people ask like advice I'd give to like my younger self but I will say to my 18 year old self now I will say with regards to my confidence energy it's an asset to me I can't remember a time that I wasn't like this but definitely something I would tell my 18 year old self would be just cut the obsession with the fad diets and thinking apple cider vinegar is gonna solve all your problems like it definitely almost disintegrated some of my internal organs I was literally taking that shit like it was the juice from the salmon of knowledge you know I've done a lot of fad diets um to be honest with you and they were interesting interesting chapters of my life I literally won I went on a juice cleanse for seven days and I was like in school and I was like why can't I concentrate this is so crazy I'm like maybe because you just had a celery juice for lunch and you are 18 years of age a fo- you're in your formative years even now I wouldn't do a juice cleanse because I honestly would not be able to deal if I was doing a juice cleanse you have would have to lock me up in a prison cell and leave me there because I would be the moodiest bastard you've ever come across in your life 
But yeah, I just feel like cut the limiting. Like life's just too short to be giving a shit about that stuff. And I don't want to comment on it too much because I know it's a very broad subject and I'm obviously not a nutritional therapist or anything like that. But for me, telling myself at 18, I'd be like, just stop. Like you're literally just causing yourself unnecessary pain. Like I feel like I gained a lot of power like with myself when I was just like, stop limiting yourself. You know what's good to do. If some days you decide to do, like some days having a brownie for breakfast is what I needed. And some days I will go for a bath in kale. Do you know what I mean? Like it's balanced it really is balance and just stop putting pressure on yourself for that shit you know what I mean and just I think that's definitely a, a part of myself that uh, I've learned and have unlocked even more self-love for myself from that so that would be one thing I would probably tell myself to stop blending kale and apple cider vinegar in my Nutribullet and calling it lunch but we've all done interesting fad diets but no more for me it shall not be happening so moving on to the last few questions I've actually taken really long to answer every single question but you know me guys I like to tell a story properly properly so proudest moment of my life was one of the questions I have to say guys something stunning happened this weekend so not this weekend this week so remember in the episode was I talking about tinder loving chaos yeah I think it was episode three that I was saying about that guy that ghosted me this was like three years ago I saw him on bumble this week matched with him to see we both matched and then he messaged me and I was like the tables have turned and he was like so we meet again and I was like you literally ghosted me you absolute arsehole and what did she do ladies <laughs> she unmatched I was gonna report but I was like let's not be bitter so yeah so we love a full circle situation I was like I was never the problem you just weren't ready for me and now that you want me I am above you to put it simply so that was a very proud moment this week but I'd say of my life um like with this pod like I'm not trying to hype myself up here but I absolutely am like it's just been unreal like honestly every single message that you guys send and like reposting the podcast and everything it means so much like obviously I'm only on the seventh episode but I love doing this shit and I feel like I've just gotten such genuine messages that this genuinely sparks joy for you and brings joy to your day and that means a lot so yeah seriously I just love this I feel like everyone who listened to this is like genuinely enjoying it maybe there are some people there who are like who is this bitch she needs to get help but that's okay too any publicity is good publicity but yeah loving my life and it's really really appreciated all the love that you guys are giving because I love doing this also so it's a stunning two-way street last question what is the dream for life at the moment I feel like it changes a lot I feel like I'm gonna do a lot of shit you know I feel like I'll be a lot of different things in my life but at the moment don't know if I'll be having kids I just don't know if it's for me but we'll see like never say never where I imagine myself at 80 let's say is in a stunning farm ranch kind of area situation so many animals so many horses like literally going to be riding my horse bareback naked through my fields every day because mind body soul and a lot of dogs and a lot of those dogs will be corgis and of course a stunning husband who between the two of us we entertain each other and we have the best time ever like this is where I feel like after I've lived a crazy wild amazing life just experiencing it all and I just want to settle now and I don't want to be active anymore that's where I'll be and then we'll have all our stunning friends over for massive dinners and everything and it'll be like great Gatsby every night except I won't have to do any of the work so it'll be I'll be Mr. Gatsby and I'll just be watching everyone have fun and me and my husband will just live a fun-filled 
the rest of our marriage you know and um, but yeah and just a lot of corgis a lot of corgis are going to be involved those dogs are angels um and i'm honestly getting emotional talking about them but yeah that's the end situation but between my age now and that point i'm just gonna be doing a lot of chaotic shit i honestly i'm just i feel like now that college is ending and you know the vaccines are coming through i'm just buzzing off my tits to get out into the world like i'm so excited some days i'm like holy shit like this is going to be a lot but at the same time i'm like fuck it i'm diving head in first hopefully it's not a shallow pool but I mean, we're still going to go for it anyway, you know? So yeah, I'm very excited. I feel like my life is going to be stunning chaos. So yeah, that's me at the moment. If you guys didn't already know, now that we've done this q and I am low-key insane, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So guys, I hope you enjoyed that Q&A or Q&A day would be more appropriate for me. But let's get on to the final segment. So guys, if you have the fear, just know one time, this was not that long ago. This is when I 18 we were in sixth year so the last year of your secondary school I don't know anyone listening who's not from Ireland the equivalent of that I'm 18 anyway last year of school it was Easter break and I was doing grinds for literally every subject that I did in my leaving search like this is going to be a very niche joke this is probably only for people definitely only for people in South Dublin Ronan Murdoch I think I have paid off any mortgages Ronan Murdoch had and any trips to Port Portugal or any other place on the earth that he wanted to go because that's how much money I gave to this grind school. Was it worth it? Did I make use of it? No. That wasn't Ronan Murdoch's fault. That was mine. Here's me thinking like because I sign up for this class and go to it that the information will just absorb into me. I'm like whoa whoa I actually have to do study just like all the study I didn't do up until that point for my leaving search and for my final exams. Anyway I was doing those final exam grinds and long story short I saw a guy there that I was friends with and fancied a lot and I was like wow this is a great spark to my day because I clearly wasn't concentrating on the grinds itself so I might as well concentrate on the hot talent that was available to me well available to look at like he definitely didn't want to get with me anyway and so I remember we were at grinds one day me and my friend and I saw him and I was like oh my god like actually obsessed with him whatever then we went to our friends 18 after we were like went straight from the grinds to their whatever living our lives and don't ask me why like really like don't know why I did this but I went live when it was like her birthday cake and stuff oh no it was when she was I gave her a shot of gin with her birthday cake she did not ask for that so that was unnecessary anyway I decided to go live and give her this shot of gin anyway I do not go live often it's not something that I do with my spare time so I didn't really know how to use the live button anyway so I'm live now and I think whatever I've you know given her the shot of gin she's like you're insane and I'm like fair and I go to turn it off and you know me and my friend are like at the phone and I think I've turned it off and she's like oh who joined and you know you can see who's joined in Instagram live after and I was like going through it and your man it was the girl that we'd been in grinds together and your man had joined the live and she was like oh my god like he joined I was like oh my god like I can't like he's so hot basically went on to say how hot he was and just hyping him up to say the least and I think nothing of it whatever night goes on next day I'm back in I'm back to the grinds um another day of it it was like a two-week course and I see him the next day and I'm like hey how are you and he's like hey I really enjoyed your live last night and I was like weird like why did he care about me giving a shot of gin to one of my friends like does he want one like I'm sure I can do that for you I was like that was a bit of a weird one and then I'm walking home and I'm just kind of like that was a weird this was like when I was leaving the Ryan school and I was walking back and I was like that was a really weird comment like and then there was just a moment that I was like 
no no and I remembered I saved the video of the live because you, know, you have like the option to save the video when it's done I go into my camera roll and I hadn't even looked at my camera roll and I realized the video was like half an hour long I literally went live for about 10 minutes as I thought so I was like fuck me sideways I played the video honestly there was a construction site near me at that time and I was like will I jump in this sinkhole before they put the cement in it because I genuinely cannot be on this earth anymore I had still been live when I was saying all these things about him and he had heard it and it was so incredibly embarrassing and cringe I was like I cannot deal this is not acceptable but there's nothing wrong with straight up saying the truth of what you feel but was Instagram live the way I wanted to do it absolutely not so if you have the fear just know you didn't go live accidentally and basically proclaim your love for this male that has no interest in you and he had to hear it on alive and then thanks you for the shout out the next day so yeah that was in great times but just like i said before guys with the confidence that obviously was super fucking embarrassing and obviously he didn't feel the same way um so it was a bit of rejection as well but to be fair i don't think anyone would respond well to being hyped up on an instagram live but we processed it and we moved on and now it's just a funny memory you know and i'm still shit hot i'm still great but did i make a mistake and my fat fingers did not press the stop button correctly yes that is accurate he definitely knows who he is and if he's listening to this i apologize but also technology is crazy and shit happens so here we are so guys that is the podcast i hope you enjoyed loved doing the q a thank you so much for all asking questions it really just solidifies the fact that i know you guys enjoy getting involved with the podcast and thank you for all your messages and everything i feel like really been feeling the love this week and it means a lot feel free for anyone listening to this to follow the podcast insta because I love attention and entertaining and there's some entertaining shit on there so enjoy so guys have a great week hope you have a stunning Sunday stay hot be kind but don't take shit from anyone be kind to yourselves be kind to others it's a weird fucking time but we will get through it I shall be naming my firstborn vaccine anyway so much love to you all have a stunning week ciao me amores